Welcome to another episode of Smithereens. I'm your co-host, Tom Burtless. This is your co-host, Jared. And on today's episode, we are talking about presentable versus perfection. Jared, who do we have on the podcast today? We have a newcomer to the podcast, Caleb Hausneck, our digital marketing manager. We also have a Ryan Delmar, our photographer and videographer. We're going to be touching on things about how, what does perfection mean to you when it comes to your work? Do you consider yourself a perfectionist? We talk about how pride influences perfection and uh, when we know to walk away from a project. Yeah, so please sit back and enjoy this perfectly recorded podcast. I make 100% of the shot to take. Great. Michael Scott. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> all right. So you'd say all those shots are perfect. Michael Scott. Perfect. Never miss Is shot. every shot perfect? Yeah. Okay. Nothing but that. No backboard. Wow. That's impressive. All right. To pivot, perfectionism. Now, Ryan and Caleb, uh, would you guys call yourselves uh, perfectionists? It doesn't have to be maybe necessarily about what we do here, but in, in general, have you ever claimed that as your uh, as a part of you? Absolutely not. No? No. <laughs> I would Absolutely. never claim myself to be a perfectionist. Caleb's a little bit more type A than I am, I would say. So, so maybe Caleb, he would say he's more of a perfectionist, but I would definitely not label myself that at you all. You would? Okay. I would say it, and I know that others say it about me. Okay. Right? So, it, yeah, absolutely. To, to a fault? To a fault. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so absolutely. So we got both sides of the coin for this conversation. I'm definitely not. You're not a perfectionist? God, no. It's actually part of the reason that you and I get along so well, I think, dumber, as, as friends. Because we balance? Mm-hmm. Really? You got the perfection side. I have the... Like a little bit more loose and free. I think so, yeah. So, Caleb, for you, what what about you makes you a perfectionist? Like, what what would you qualify that as? I, I just have a very close attention to detail. Um, okay. Regardless of what I'm working on or reviewing on, excuse me, or reviewing, and sometimes it's just it's not necessary, right? So that's the, where the fault comes in. Sure. Um, Sometimes my perfectionism gets in the way of my time management. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But but you have that like sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Um but you have that like you know that of yourself kind of already. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And I I'm, I'm I'm constantly aware of it and like monitoring it. Sure. And um you know in a professional sense, I work with my superiors on it, right? Right, right. Um right. you know at the same time it's a trait that I'm glad I have. Oh, absolutely brings out the best work i would say that caleb i'm like you that i also feel usually like i'm a perfectionist for sure it's hard to kind of break away like and i understand what you're saying about like time becomes like kind of maybe the the factor that you need to consider and what maybe can pull you away from being a perfectionist on things um delmar so you you put yourself not in that category no, and hearing Caleb talk about how he is a perfectionist, I hear a hint in his voice about how it's like a hindrance. Because sometimes I think it's a little bit of a hindrance to be that way. To like, because I think perfection is impossible, right? Like, it's a fallacy. It's not, you're never going to get something to absolute perfection. You might have a level of which you think is your standard that you want to get to or be above, and that can be called your perfection per se, but trying to get something, some project, whatever it is that you're working on to perfection is impossible, right? You, you got to look at the medium. I can get something to be perfect in way of there's, there's no grammatical or spelling errors. 
Sure. That's yeah. You have you have right, metrics. That's, by that's it. like binary. Objectively right. perfect. Right. That's right? true. But under those like qualifications, so you're using like quantifiable variables for that. But in terms of like you know we're a creative agency. Sure. So the hard part becomes the idea of like creative being perfect. Hmm. You know what I mean? I guess I'm kind of curious. Have you ever felt like you've like accomplished that fully? Like taking something to its maximum, like it in it being perfect. Oh man! <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. No, I no, I don't. I don't think I have. Really? Okay. No. Is, I guess which supports your your point. Um, right. Like you haven't hit that yet. No, but I'm always striving for it right. for myself and and anyone else that works with me. Right. So, is it in a sense then an unattainable goal? Sure, but it's one that's worth. Fighting for. Uh, fighting for because it only makes me better. Sure. I see what you're saying about it being a hindrance. I've, I'm, I very much admit that. Yeah. Um, In what way would you say it's like a hindrance? Like, do you have any specific examples of like where you've, you've tried to at something maybe? Yeah. So I could spend maybe a couple hours reviewing copy for something, which is, which is important. I'm reviewing, yeah. say like a piece that's going to go out for a client, right? Does it really matter if um, they use the Oxford comma in one spot and not in the other? I think it does, right? Sure. But that's a very small difference. And I have much, I have other important tasks to complete. Sure. We have several clients, right? So right. to take two hours on something like that, that's a lot of time. Yeah. No, that's fair. I'm just amazed by like, there's a lot of things I do in my daily life where I'm just like, not so much wing it, but to, to Ryan's point, like I feel like nothing has ever. There's, there's comes a point where everything is is as final as as it's going to get, and it's final as as it's going to be. Like sure. whether you're creating something, whether it's a a work of art or a song, you know, some ad. It's always like you submit it, you're done with it. But you're always looking at it like, oh, I wish I could have went back and did this. I wish I could have done that. So, like, it, it just depends what it is. Like, even even the things that, whether we write or KLB copy edit or whatever, whatever the case may be, if you if I gave it to you again a, a, a year later, it's mm. always something you're always like, oh, I wish I would have I wish I would have done that. So I do a that. year later. Yeah. But if I weren't a perfectionist, a year later, would I be that much better that I would notice? Well, that's that's an interesting point. So to go back to Delmar. So, you know, I, I feel like as people, anyone that creates anything, like when you revisit old work, like, yeah, you can, you can, you, there's only two avenues that you have where you can either like kind of self bastardize it a little bit to be like, oh my God, I would have done this so different. Or you can be like, I actually still kind of like this. Mm -hmm. But as someone who doesn't say themselves as being a perfectionist kind of, and mm -hmm. with Caleb's just claim, how do you feel when you go back to like old work? In my personal opinion, I think if you go, if you're not going back and looking at your old work and saying you would do it differently, then you're doing something wrong. Like you're not learning, you're not growing. I agree. You should always be pushing forward for something. And I think that's the reason why I label myself as not a perfectionist, because I think it's so big of a hindrance to doing, getting to the next step and getting to the next thing. Like you should constantly, that's not to say that I'm not like paying attention to the details or I don't have a personal level of where i want my work to go a, a metric a metric right but that's like that's in your head that's how what you want to make it and that's you know different for whatever creative 
avenue that you're going down. So the quantity of work adds to the level of growth. Like if you're not constantly creating, how are you learning from anything to get better? Yeah, that's a fair point. That's totally a fair point. I feel like there's so many variables on, on trying to be perfect, you know? And yeah. especially like, I feel like perfection is, is, is very much a personality type, mm. you know? And there, there comes a spot, especially in the agency where you have to balance your personality dependent on the variables of like, you know, how many hours can I take on this? Right. You know, what's the main goal of, of this piece of content? You know, is it just going to live internally? Is it going to be, you know, how many people are seeing this? And there's decisions that you have to make about like yeah. how, to, how to monitor your own time, you know? Right. So it's like where you, like the table's point, you might want to spend three hours on something, but you don't, the client's not going to pay you to do that, mm-hmm. you know, nor right. they, nor they want you to. So you have to put, you have to put something together that's, that's, that's good enough for, 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 and that's probably like a bad use of the word, but it's, it's, it's good for it like meets the requirements. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's good right. for, for, for the variables of like time, cost, whatever. Right. So you have to find that balance. And I think that like, if you, if you have the personality type of like, everything has to be, you know, 1000%. And I feel like you're never really going to get anything that you're really happy with out the door. You know what I mean? You're never going to oh, be. Oh, for sure. That's just my opinion. Without deadlines, I never would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to your point, yeah. yeah. But I have got, like, that's why I have, like, three public pieces of writing. Sure. And I hate them all. Oh, that's uh, the other so part. So don't look this. them up. So, yeah, that... and, and, like, without deadlines at an agency saying, like, this needs to be done by this day at this time. You're right. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. But, like, I'm also keenly aware of, of success uh, that's created in a, a quick manner. Let's think about that client presentation that you and I were a part of recently, Jared. Right. That was a huge success in our, in our minds, right? right? If I had been able to, I would have spent hours preparing for that presentation. Instead, we spent 20 minutes and we crushed it. Right. Sure. So does that change anything when you when you kind of have those wins or, or those moments where you're like you know maybe maybe you you had a, a piece of content let's say that met the requirement that maybe you still felt you could massage a little bit more change a few things when it strikes big when the client says it's exactly what we wanted does that kind of alleviate that at all for you ever or kind of maybe help you to 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 find that step off point internally for anything going forward. So I think for me, it's more a matter of like confidence and, and how that confidence looks right to, to a client, right? So if I appear to be confident in the work, um, then it's good. Then it's going to be a hit. True. But I'm not confident unless I think it's right. Sure. So, uh, but I guess to go back to the idea of like perfectionism of uh you know never feeling that something's like perfect but you still feel something is right enough that you can be confident in it have right? to dude have to yeah like i i pick you guys know this about me i pick out my outfits before bed every night i don't know that about before you. before i go to bed each night i pick out my outfit <laughs> and i run it by my wife and really well, yeah i'll be like what about this is this match blah 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 because like in the morning i don't want to be in front of the mirror like throwing off this shirt with you know what i mean and being being more late to work because sure. i can't find the right outfit more, shit more i look late. at your outfit now <laughs> and i go how, i look at your outfit now and i go how hard was that right but 
it wasn't that hard. This was an easy one, man. Yeah, right. And it's yeah. not a matter of like putting together these awesome outfits. It's a matter of pleasing my brain, hmm. which is a perfectionist brain. Hmm. Yeah, I'm last minute. I'm like, well, oh shit, what do I have clean? Yeah, I'm a little bit. Yeah. Well, I guess, Ryan, you're, you're kind of unique in the situation where you do obviously a lot of photo video work. And a lot of the work that you do, um, it's, it's like, you know, you do it on your own. So it's like, I feel like if you're creative, you're not, you're freelancing for, for clients, but a lot of work that you do is kind of like, it's your own stamp on it. So I feel like artists have more of a thing where like, they could just let things fly because that's the way they intended it to be, whether it be like photo, video, any kind of music stuff. And it's that there's that, there's that gray area of where like, you know, an artist can let you take what you want from it and kind of get your own, uh, get your own thought behind it. Like I listened to a podcast uh, the other week and it was like, this guy made a 12 song album off of his iPad and the production of it was was not great, but it worked. And he was like, I don't know. I just wanted to do it. People can take what they like from it. You Interesting. Know? Mm. So it's. I feel like when clients are paying you for, they have this certain level of expectation. But I feel like if you're creating something as far as, you know, video assets or creative assets, you get kind of more. You know, you you could put your own your own spin on it. I guess. Right. Yeah. And that's something that like. As a creative, you're getting hired to do the kind of work that you have put out into the world. There's no like greater feeling, right? Than right. like putting something out, people loving it, and hiring you to do it. Like that's amazing. Yeah. But that only fuels the fire too, because it's like, oh, it's my own personal stamp, and I could take this another step further and getting to that line of just like dragging something out. Whereas that initial step of just you working on it is enough, right? Right. I, I think I'd like to briefly touch on like these services that are out nowadays too, because I, I worry that um, straying too far from my way of thinking. I think it's meet in the middle between Delmar and I because I don't want to commodify what we do, right? Because yeah, somebody can go point. onto Fiverr.com and get a logo for five bucks. Is that logo perfect? No. Right. Probably not. Yeah. But that commodifies our industry, right? Mm-hmm. So. And I'm not. That's not what you're saying, Delmar. I'm just saying I think that it it's a it's a meet in the middle between my level and yours. Yeah. So I'm too good and you're too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if Kidding. agreed, I Kidding. think there's there's still like a lot of collaboration too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you might, Caleb, you might be on your ledge. Like, we need more time on this. And then it's like you're convincing the rest of the team, like, hey, I, we can make this X amount better mm. if we spend one or, or an hour and a half more. Like sometimes we say okay, sometimes we say no, this has got to fly. So it it just you know I feel like it's it's sometimes it's, it's case by case. Yeah, you know? and you need that push because at the end of the day, that's the thing that's going to create like the next level of work. And at the end of the day, also like what's another hour to put on something to really, if you know that that's going to be the thing that's going to just like, but that's the hard part too. Is because since I, I'm, I'm kind of in that camp with you, Caleb, like I've definitely been there mentally where, uh, you know, with, with with stuff here, with websites or with music or whatever that I've created, like if I just throw another like hour thing behind it and then that hour becomes two hours, and then two mm. hours becomes four hours and then like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like there, there's a balance in between. Yeah, diminishing returns is a real thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, yes. it's, it's, it's a find that, that, that point in that balance. Absolutely. I, I think watching like Ryan work and like 
especially like during the editing process, you know, I, I've been around for like numerous rounds of revisions based on like headshots, you know, it's like, can you change this? Can you change that? Can you do it? So it's like, at what point, you know, is it, is it good enough? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I've, I've seen a couple headshots, you know, of just like, you know, it looked completely different just the amount of editing that, you know, the ex client wanted to do. But, you know, at, at some point you, it's like good enough, you know, it's, it, it's good. So I guess. Right. Like I've seen portrait photographers take hours and yeah. hours on headshots. Yeah. On one, setting up on the one, lighting yeah. and like maybe editing after the fact and like retouching the skin and sending it out. Like you could go wild with it. Yeah. Do you have like a normal like checklist in your head, especially like doing headshots? So like, I know like, you know, pose up, I want to do X, Y, Z, like, yeah. And that comes, that's going back to like doing it enough, right? Like yeah. the more you do things, the more you can self-regulate your intellect and say, Oh, like I would do it differently this way, or mm-hmm. I would do it differently the other way. So you're constantly learning. So I've done enough headshots that like, I'm sure if I look back and saw the first headshot I took for somebody, it would be awful. And I'd be <laughs> like, Oh man, I would want to do it like so differently now. Sure. And like, you know, and that's with growth too, right? Like you want to always be checking yourself and trying to get better to the next level. And I've gotten to a point now where, um, yeah, I have that mental checklist where I can go off and be like, all right, this is the way to do it. And I can roll through them right. pretty quickly. And, it, and building that checklist, is that something that like you just, you learned or was it like a lot of that, a lot of that came from like client revisions where you like the clients influence the way you do your checklist. So, you know, have you ever delivered something and the client's like, oh, I hate this. And you're like, oh, I'll make a mental note next time not to do that with a yeah. future client. Yes and no. Like, I think it's a balance too, right? Like, oh, like, I don't like the way my face looked in this one. Try to go to this. So you try to like, you know, filter those things out before you even send off things to yeah, a client. Sure, like, sure. Definitely get the best things to them. But um, a lot of it's been just like your own like guidance in your head like this doesn't look creatively where i want it to be mm-hmm. so let's get it to the next level and how do you do that and that's either researching you know i've learned so much from just like watching youtube videos about things and trying to get to the next level and then you t- you take bits and pieces from other p- places and you bring them on into your own kind of creative ethos and you bring those yeah. along your repertoire yeah everywhere. right yeah, like Delmar, you know, Delmar and I used to work together at a, at a previous job, and uh, I remember one time in particular, we really pushed for this this print ad. Um, we were going to do something pretty standard, and instead we came up with this idea with, with a couple other guys to do the, the shot above of all the ingredients, mm-hmm. the, the Noling shot, right? Is that what it's called? Noling? Yeah, it was like a massive top-down um, shot of like every single type of product that we had in a certain category. Oh, wow. You okay. were a perfectionist in that moment, dude. Yeah. You had those you had those bottles placed right exactly as you wanted them. Right. And that I mean if you have that creative vision about something and you want to see it through then and it was awesome. Yeah. And you've and you have carried that through. That's why I brought it up. You've carried that through, right? That's one of the things you've picked up and, and carried into your work today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was like kind of seeing it like you have the end vision in your head in a certain case and you want to get to it and not to say like you can't have back and forth that sounds like really like i'm going to get to this and everyone get the hell out of my way 
Sure. Um, That's kind of how I'm playing it out in my head. To be yeah, right. <laughs> well, there were doubters. There were Our superiors doubted us on this process. They were like, this is taking a lot of time. Blah, blah, sure, blah, blah, sure. But when they saw the ad, they were like, this looks great. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That was worth it. Well, it's like what you said, like going the extra mile. When you know that it's just going to take a little bit more time, but would you have settled for if that photo, like that photo came out, whatever, whatever, or like you set up, would you have settled for if it wasn't exactly how you had envisioned mm. in your head? Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. There we and go. Then I would ask for the, yeah, getting uh-huh. to the end point, right? Like, oh man. No, I just got to push it a little gotcha. extra harder. Yeah. Love that. Shit. Well, I guess with that with that kind of idea, you know, when you're shooting <clears throat> photos or, or maybe more specific like video, um, and and you have to maybe compile something, right? Like edit something at the end of the day, um, as a deliverable to a client, you know. If you have shots or video that that maybe wasn't exactly what you wanted, or maybe wasn't you know like uh, that you can't redo in that moment, what do you do in those kind of situations? <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've always gotten to a point where I can you know navigate that and kind of f- figure out a middle ground, right? Like, sure. Pull something from a different from, yeah, shot. Yeah, right. Or, like, you you got to get creative about it and try to pull in things from other things. You're not going to be like... Because then you're just stepping all over yourself and being like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. I need to buy myself all these extra you sure. know, time sure. to get to something. So you got to... Right? It's the middle ground between trying to get something out of the door out the door to a client or just sitting on it forever. Right. Yeah. Th- Are we doing a one year on, one year off thing? I noticed that Tom and Delmar did that with their. I started to get a little hot, and I noticed Tom did it, so I did it as well. I like hearing. I, still I, just, I want to be cool. I want to. I want to do what the cool guys do. Yeah, I like so. hearing the. I, I like follow, hearing the room. I like hearing me. the mic. Okay, mine was right. purely based on temperature. That's, I thought I was good because you were still two years on, so yeah. that's why. I, that's why yeah, I yeah, I so Caleb, whatever I'm feels right, man. Yeah, man. Whatever you don't have feels to wear, perfect. You don't have to wear perfect. You don't have to wear any headphones if you don't like. All this talking is making me sweaty. Actually, do wear a headphone on. Yeah, I feel like if you don't wear any headphones, you're not going to know that you're like sitting all the way back here. Yeah, I, yeah. I got a previous point that Caleb brought up earlier that I would like to touch on. Sure, please. You said you only have three things public facing of your work. Why um, do you yeah, think that is? I'm way curious about this too. Of your own work, right? Of your own writing. And he said he had three public things, right? Yeah, public as in um, they weren't written for any company i worked for sure right. yeah like is there a caleb blog out there that well, we don't I'm not gonna, know about? i'm not gonna tell you about it because i <laughs> i hate the pieces you know sure um sure. And you almost said it in like a way about, that you should have more though i should like have you, more right. because i was supporting your point which was like that my perfectionism hinders the, the quantity right and truthfully the quality is okay to everyone else i i um a couple of these articles were picked were picked up by other people and shared oh, that's um, cool but to me looking back on them now yeah garbage really <laughs> trash. Is trash. There, trash is there anything trash. Draymond that, style that you know mm. we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier but is there anything that either of you guys can point to and say like you know years later i'm still super proud of that i came up with that Either I mean, like the, a slogan or like a you know is there you yeah. don't have to name names but like stuff that you're i guess you bringing up that that shot that you had talked about at your guys like previous job might fall into that category would you yeah, say yeah yeah definitely super proud of that project that we all got to work on i mean um i would 
probably do it differently if I were to do it now oh. again, though. But that's there we the go. point. That's right. the point, right? Exactly. Like, sure. Super proud of that project. That pushed a lot of things forward. Now I would, you know, tackle something in the future. Like you learn from it. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty proud. I made, and I'm. This is a. This is a. Uh, an outlier for me. I'm pretty proud of a podcast I made. Like, I think in 2013 for my for my mom. Delmar Delmar actually helped me with this. He lent me some equipment, and it's it's not great in way of quality. <laughs> but like, I just taught myself how to do all of it, and came up with the idea, and like, it was the best gift I could ever oh, have awesome. given her. You know, so cool. that's really cute. Caleb, okay, that's so interesting. Cute. You sound like my wife. <laughs> cute. Because I said the word cute. Get, get the she face, says the word cute all the, the time. Get the face app out. We can make that happen. <laughs> she's a, oh she's a, boy. <laughs> As a photographer and videographer, I don't have a public-facing Instagram either. Really? Like, what I have my personal that? stuff that, like, as if... Oh, like, you as a photographer. Yes, oh, like, a prof- like a, I don't have a professional account. You could start one. Yeah, I'll, start I'll be your, I'll be It's something first, I've always I'll wrestled with, but, like, uh, yeah, that anxiety of, like, putting something out there because it's not perfect and to the way I want it is so i the labeling Dude, of myself on. labeling Delmar, myself he talks the more he sounds like a perfectionist <laughs> i know right? right i'm probably walking myself backwards Delmar, into this a little bit a little if, bit if there's nothing else from this podcast the delmar's gone full circle of like <laughs> i like it well th- welcome. i'm learning more about welcome. myself <laughs> well that was my main like point to be in earlier it's like you treat your own work like differently than you would like client work i feel like you, you, you as a creator look at it differently. Like right. Well, you don't have a, any. I mean, technically, you don't have any constraint. Yeah. And I think I think about with music stuff. Like, there's no constraint. There's self-imposed constraints, which have become important. I think I've learned that those are now like important things. Like, if you bring something over from like you know here, you know X website has to be done by this date. You know what I mean? And if I kind of take that idea of like. I guess what I've done with my own personal stuff, whether it's a website or or a song, is kind of do that kind of thing of like this has to be done by X, and then you walk away. Yeah, I think when it comes to perfectionism, I'm, I'm making air quotes. Uh, there's a difference in in what the meaning when it comes to like uh, something that's super creative and conceptual. As, yeah. a, as opposed to something that's more straightforward, say, right. like like a piece of writing. Right. Because I believe that a concept, a creative concept, can never be perfect. So that means uh, a logo, a name, a tagline, any of that. So I'm never like, this. Is, we need more time, we got to make this perfect. It's either good or it's bad. Right? Sure. That's it for me. Um, could, the, could, could it be better? Sure. But when it comes to a piece of writing, say? Yeah. I do believe that there's a level that that is quote unquote perfect. Really, I do. Yeah. So is that so? Going back to you talked about like your the the stuff that you had done for yourself, like it, the things that you had done fall in that category. Like you think that those could be perfect in some category? No, the answer is <laughs> no. no. Okay. But at the time, at the time, yes. At oh. the time, I spent hours and hours and hours reviewing them. Of course, you thought they were like this is it, like gold this star is it kind of thing. Interesting. I wouldn't put it out to the world if it weren't, you know. It's like my oh, outfit. Sure. I wouldn't just wake up and throw something on. That's crazy. Come on. That's true. <laughs> yeah, man. But you haven't taken those down. Well, I can't take I, oh, most of them. You don't, you don't own them? Okay. So they're they're not, through like you don't other own them. outlets? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 
interesting. I mean, I feel that way about music stuff. Like, there's nothing I would have put out that I didn't believe in, but I, you can better believe there's songs I put out like eight years ago that I'm like, this is horrifying. <laughs> oh, man, I can only imagine. Yeah, Which would be better great. than than yesterday, you know? Every day you're a little bit better than you were. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I, going back, I mean, I've been working here almost almost two years, and I think a lot of the presentations I've been involved and in, I've been involved in mostly all of them, I feel like there's a lot of them where <clears throat> we as a team might think, you know, they're perfect or, or pretty damn good. And like, A, the client agrees with us, or B, they don't. And I think for a lot of that, that that is what Caleb talked about, like, you know, concept stuff, like design concept, logo concept, you know, and and where I think it's easier to be perfect is, you know, like the the writing stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because you have more time. I, I feel like a lot of times what does come back is like the client wants to use this word instead of that word, but that's just a personal preference. Sure. There wasn't anything wrong that like we, we, we wrote or anything like that. It's just like, I want to use this word instead of this word because I think it's punchier. It's like, okay. Agreed. But okay, if it's okay. consistent yeah. stylistically and yeah. tonally and it's grammatically correct and it's lacking spelling errors, yeah. tell me how it's not perfect. Right. Sure. If it's not, you know, like with creative headlines and, 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 and it's not, we're not talking about a short story here. We're talking about this is what company A does, right? Sure, sure. I mean, I guess, you know, to, to piggyback off that, but maybe take it a little bit a step further, when you've presented something to a client, and this can go to either one of you, that you really do feel confident in, that like this is a really good idea and this is going to hit the mark, and I feel strongly you developed it, you put a lot of like creative time into thinking on it, and they come back... And say this is absolutely not what I want. What, what's like? What's the recover? How do you pivot from that? What like? What mentally do you do to like be like? All right, well, I guess I have to go back to the drawing board. You want, me, you want me to take yeah, this down? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's happened to me more times than I can count. Like, usually they don't like what I like. Has been my experience. Sure. Um, or, or what we like at uh, working at this agency and in, in prior experiences. Uh, so you just kind of like your skin just gets a little bit thicker every time, sure. right? Um, I mean, it has to, right? It so has way you can to stay like, in this. Yeah. They think we don't get it, and we think they don't get it, and somehow we always end up in the middle, right? Which is good. That's yeah, a good yeah. thing, right? I've never had a client tell me that my they see the final work and they go, "Oh, this is absolutely awful," and you need to start over from the beginning because then if that is happening, you got to look back to the beginning and set expectations of where we're going to be and what it's going to be at the end. But Agreed. I've always had, I've never had a problem with subjective criticism from a client coming back and saying like, Oh, we want to use this font differently or we want to use this shot in terms of this one. Like that's just something that is maybe more of like a personal revision or sure, like something sure. that they, doesn't fit for whatever reason for them. And like balancing that is, but you've never had a hard pivot? You never really had someone come back and be like, we need to do this totally different? Or, or no. even just a no I th- I th- on a, any concept? We used to pinch, pitch like three or four concepts, and they're like, no, we don't like any of these. And you're like, oh, wow, back to the drawing board. Well, yeah. I, th- I think, too, what, what's happened before is that you know we, we delivered something that we thought was really good, and it was in line with, with what the client wanted. And once they see it, they're like, you did great seeing this visually or yes. seeing this in, in writing, you know, we want to we want we want to pivot and do something else, you sure. know. So that that's happened multiple times where it was like, you know, we delivered what they wanted, 
And then we we decide as a group that, you know, now that's done, maybe we need to pivot and go to something else. That's happened a lot. And I sure. think that from like Ryan's perspective, I think we try to do a really good job as far as, you know, when we take on a new like creative project, including photo and video, we try so hard in the beginning um, to nail down an, an objective and build like a strategy from the strategy that influenced like the shot list or storyboard. So like there's, there's constant approvals from the client through the whole process. So when they get that creative, it's like, Oh, this is exactly what we talked about from day one. Yeah. It shouldn't be unexpected. Yeah. It shouldn't like. be unexpected. You <laughs> right. know? And I think we, I think people get into trouble where like they just try to fly by the seat of their parents. Like they'll shoot something because they had this idea, never communicated a with your team or with the client. And it's like the deliverer is like, Oh, what the hell is this? It's like, Oh, you know, this is what I thought. But you know, I, I think we, we don't do that. And I think we put processes in place that like would we'll, we'll kind of like check and balance us to, to get the client what they want. Agreed. I agree with all that, except, you know, sometimes what you said happens. Yeah. We do everything that, that they said strategically. We like we create something that they wanted sure. and we show it to them and, and they know like they're like, wow, well, yeah, you're right. We did say this, but seeing sure. it is like, this isn't right, you know? So it's like, sometimes you just can't, you can't protect yourself from yeah. that. It just happens. But that's why there is no perfect. Mm. There is no perfect. Mm -hmm. There's a perfect for Caleb. That's all I, I, I'm Ooh. saying. And we're getting into semantics but you haven't on found perfectionism. It yet, though, but, right? but you haven't found it. You think you will? You said that earlier. We're all walking in circles here. I said what earlier? You said perf you'll never get to a level of perfect. You have your mm -hmm. expectation of yeah, perfection, never get but there. you'll never get there. Yeah, I'll never right. get there. Yeah. Do you feel like your your in your quest for perfectionism, do you feel like it annoys people? Like, like you know. Yes. Okay. If yeah, you're like working. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can name I, a few. I can, yeah. Oh, wow. I don't think it annoys you, Delmar. No, it does not. Um, yeah, I think I could I, I could name some people that it annoys. I mean, because I, I put it on to the people that work for me, too. So, yeah. like, if you work for me, then I expect you to be at that level, too. Right? So, like, that's unfair. <laughs> All right? And then that's the same goes for outside of, of professional. Let's talk about my friendships. Right? Like, I have an, an, an expectation. And if you don't hit it... Right, and I don't know if that's perfectionism. I'm unsure, but um, I think it. I think different. it rolls into. I think, but that that all kind of coincides. You know what I mean? Does. Like you, maybe not an expectation, but <laughs> like a hope. <laughs> You're like, please at least be at this level. No, yeah, it's right, expectation. Right. It's an expectation. It's like if I'm your friend and I'm doing all this, you need to be reciprocating in that regard. Otherwise, oh, guess what, man. Look at Jared Fratt. There's enough friends in the world. I can find another one. <laughs> true. Dude's got a lot of friends is all true. I'm saying. That's, that's true. I, I think that like... Guy. I, th I think in your in people's quest to a perfect a perfection, if you look at like, you know, taking music as an example. Like, yeah. Let's say, let's say Michael Jackson, right? A notoriously huge perfectionist when it comes to music and performance and entertaining, right? Uh -huh. Like you know, Quincy Jones put out a doc and it, it lists like how detail oriented he was with his uh, backup dancers, his backup band, like sure to the minute detail of a song. Right. Uh, and the, the end result 
it's great, right? Like he, sure. you know, the one of the biggest catalogs ever. Um, and then you look at some other artists who just like, you know, I'm just release it, who cares? And like they, you know, they haven't reached the same result of that, but they still are very successful. So I think there's Gucci like, Mane. Sorry. <laughs> like Drake. So there's like, <laughs> no, two, no, 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 there's no, like, no. there's like two sides to that coin, you know, I, sure. I feel like both can be successful. <laughs> it's like, you know, a lot of times when we, if we were to pitch something is you're normally battling the fact of like, either I'm going to get harsh feedback you know, if we, we do something that's not 100% to where we want it and they be like when we present it, or the client might be upset that we might have taken a little bit longer to get it right. So it's like, it's true. which which one is the is better? The better. Yeah. You know, it's like sometimes right. it's like, and, and maybe a lot of times too, it's like we might be stuck, you know, on something. And it's like, well, let's put it in front of a client and get their feedback because that might, that might jar some ideas. You know, it's like if we, if we have an idea here in the office and we're trying to finalize it and like we as a team may not, may not agree 100% on it, we might put it in front of the client, get some feedback and kind of finalize it from there. It just, there's a lot of different approaches, but I feel like the best results out of anything comes some sort of like conflict to get to that perfect deliverable, you know? Yeah, I suppose that's true. There's been a ton of internal meetings where, like, you know, we're fighting, but not fighting, but we're we're arguing our point back and forth of why we like something, and we usually come out of it with a better idea that wasn't part of the like the original. Right, and at the end, I mean, the client gets a better product. Absolutely, you know what I mean. And if it does take us a little bit more time, but they get something that was maybe better than what they were even expecting in the first place, is that not you know? But I think it probably also matters about the subject matter, like what 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 the deliverable is too, right? I would say that maybe some things have a, a harder line of like uh, requiring perfectionism than other things. If you're talking about like a social media post versus a logo. Or a menu. Yeah. It's going to be out there for a while and it's in front of a lot of eyes. Right, right. right. Exactly. I mean, you talk about those kind of things. I feel like there's got to be maybe internal metrics that go with that of like, well, you know, this logo is going to brand this company for, you know, at least the next couple of years. You know what I mean? Once you're talking about years versus a day versus a month, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Like, well, I mean, a logo can evolve, right? It, 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 can, it can evolve. But less but like, frequently than like uh, uh, social media updates would go or, true. you know. Yeah, that might be true. like a, like, how many logos did they have to get to to get to that one, though? You know? Yeah. Like you had to go through a lot of failures Mm -hmm. and maybe revisions or whatever to get to that certain logo to get to the quote perfect one. I'd love to know too from the agencies that designed those quote perfect ones if like the one the one that was used is their favorite. Yeah, that is that is a very good point. You know, like I always have wanted to do like a blog post showcasing like our favorite work. That yeah, that never made it. Never, never made, made it. it man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But there's so much legal stuff in that, right? Because it's oh, for, for other sure. other people, right? right. But t- typically, when it comes to <clears throat> excuse me, logos and names and taglines, they don't always pick the one that's my favorite. That's okay, right? I like all the ones I present. I never present something I don't like, unless my boss says you have to do this. Have you been in that position before? What position? Like where you've had to present something that you didn't feel like 100% on? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to answer it honestly. That's the truth. Yeah. Sure. Sure. How, mean, do, you, how do you get through like, because you say like, you know, when you have to go to a meeting and you have to give like 
the confidence behind that kind of stuff. But if you don't have the confidence, you just try to I don't present it, up. it. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, like, so I won't be the one presenting that idea if I don't have the confidence because, and I'm straight up said that to, to a superior. Like, if, if we're going to present this, I can't be the person talking because I don't feel confident about it. Wow. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've been in some, some meetings where we're completely honest. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, this was an option. You know, didn't really love it, but we want to give you kind of some options to kind of go along with the ones that we do love. And sometimes they'll, they'll agree. Like, oh, we don't like this one either. But sometimes it's like, oh, I kind of like it. And then it's like, cool. Like, let's take this and let's evolve sure. it then. You know, because like we, at the end of the day, you know. We're here for them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're not an art studio. Yes. And that's the important thing to remember, I think, with client stuff. But it's also hard because when you're a creative person, you, and especially if you identify yourself as a perfectionist, or if you don't, even though you might secretly be. Eh, whatever. <laughs> um, but it makes it hard. You know what I mean? When you think you've nailed it, or you think you know exactly what this thing should be, and then it kind of, in your maybe perspective, gets distorted along the way. But at the end of the day, we're not here for our own yeah, for me, when it comes to clients, if they're happy, it's perfect. Fair, right? Like, you know, we we've Absolutely had we've fair. had situations where clients have have given us some tough feedback, right? And people were you know upset about it, sure. and, and and I get it. But my response is always, we're, we're not here to develop art. We develop advertising, which is art in many respects, for sure. But it's we're getting paid for it. Yeah. by a company. So we need to make them happy, it's right? It's not what we think is best. It's what they think is best. Yes. With our gentle persuasion. <laughs> of course. But they're hiring you because of the previous work that you thought mm-hmm. was something that was... But at the end of the day, you can't keep pushing them and telling them, it's this, it's this, it's this, when they want that. Right. Because That's they'll true. leave. That's true. I agree with you. I just wanted to be... You know, pushing you a little bit. Guys just Difficult. firing shots yeah. at each other a little bit. Yeah. This podcast. Yeah. Shooters gotta shoot, man. Shooters gotta shoot. All right, guys. Well, I think that's pretty good. I think we covered a lot of ground in that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thanks. This was nice. I found myself. Wasn't perfect. Was I good. found myself at the end of this podcast. I think. You found yourself <laughs> as, a, as a perfectionist. Yeah. No, I am. Ryan, are you gonna start your perfectionist photographer's Instagram now? Maybe. I don't know. It's something I'm struggling with. There's some anxiety behind it. You know, sure. like what kind of your, shots would you have yourself on out? You know, you are I mean? a t- you are a total perfectionist, bro. In mm-hmm. many ways, that's how it sounds to me. Yeah, but you just have the ability to kind of like maybe disassociate. Like this is a professional thing that I'm doing for someone else versus the thing that you would do for yourself. Right. I think anyone that has a creative thing, like you have your metric for what you do for yourself. For that's sure, important. Yeah, got to have that. Mm-hmm. And it should bleed a little bit, obviously, into <laughs> your professionalism sure. too. Just cool. I'm a cool cat, man. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. We really hope you enjoy it and uh, stick around and come back for the next one. Yeah. Really, really appreciate everyone kind of giving us our time on this platform. Please stay up to date with us. Follow us on Instagram at Mr. Smith Agency. Check out all of our work there. Also, visit our website, Mr. Smith.agency. Thanks, guys. Take care.